Welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. These are the three simple secrets or three simple steps to um, release God's miracle power in your life. I hate to make it sound like it's some formula, but these are the three things that I want you to focus on and the three things that I focus on in my life to experience breakthroughs in my life. Okay, so I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm not trying to pitch something to you. I'm telling you what I've discovered in God's word that has helped set me free and helped me experience breakthroughs in my life. So go with me to um, John, Chapter 11. This it says now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. So these are three siblings, Mary, Martha and Lazarus. And it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So the sisters sent word to him, saying, now watch this. So the sisters, Martha and Mary, sent word to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, the one you love is sick. The one you love is sick. Boy, I've read this scripture a thousand times and. um, I can almost say that without exaggeration, I've read the scripture a thousand times or more or close to it. And I've never seen I've never seen it quite like this until recently when I was studying this a few weeks ago. And Lazarus, it notice what. Mary and Martha don't say they don't say, Lord, behold, the one who loves you is sick. Lazarus loved you, Lord, and he's sick. Hasn't hasn't he loved you enough? And now he's sick. Won't you heal him because he's loved you so much? You know, it amazes me how many people focus on how much they love God in order to try to strike a deal with God. And, you know, you don't need to strike a deal with God because he wants to give you a breakthrough and he wants to do a miracle in your life because he loves you so much. Notice he said, Lord, notice she said, Lord, behold, the one whom you love is sick, the one who I love that. Oh, I get so uh, Pentecostal when I think about this. I get so Holy Ghost. Mm. The one whom you love. (laughs) Oh, man, the one whom you love is sick. It's like, okay, God. We're calling you not calling you out in a bad way, but we're we're calling you out on the sense of. You said you love us. So, Lord, the one who you love is sick. You see, notice Mary and Martha did not focus at all on. Their love for God, they didn't focus at all on Lazarus love for Jesus. They focused completely on how much Jesus loved him. And let me go on in the scripture, even where Jesus heard this and he said, this sickness is not to end in death, but for the glory of God, so that the son of God may be glorified by it. You know what part, you know, what aspect of God is about to be glorified? His love. You know, what aspect of you know, what characteristic of Jesus is about to be glorified? His love. Boy, 
I pray you get this. So there's a miracle that's about to happen in the first key to this miracle. The first step to this breakthrough that you need in your life is to stop focusing on how much you love God, because we never have loved God enough to earn anything. But he loved us enough. The one who you love is sick. And Jesus said it's going to turn into the glory of God and the son of God is going to be glorified by it. And then notice what he says in verse five. Oh, I love this. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus and you and me and whoever's sick right now and whoever's broken right now and whoever's suffering. Right oh, somebody's got to say amen here. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus and you and me. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. You know, this was a really strange decision, even though Lazarus ends up dying while Jesus waits before he goes there. It doesn't end in death. The situation that you're in right now, the situation that Mary and Martha and Lazarus were in was. It included death, but was not concluded by death. It included death, but didn't conclude with death. No matter how bad your situation is. It might include some pain, it might include some difficult times, it will include those, but it doesn't conclude in those. It concludes in your breakthrough and it all starts with love. I want you to see this when she heard that Jesus was coming, went to meet him. But Mary stayed at the house. Mary then said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said, I know, Lord, that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will never die, but will live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Oh, don't get me started now, but I got a question for you. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I want you to see verse thirty three, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping and her brother was dead. Now, the Jews also came with her weeping. He was deeply moved in spirit. He was deeply moved. With compassion, you see, the secret to the miracle that you need today is not again how much love you have for God. It's how much love he has for you. It's his mercy. It's his compassion. He's weeping. This is such love. And Jesus also knows that those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Have you been weeping about something? It's okay, because weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Everything's going to be all right. Where have you laid him? He said in verse thirty three. And they said, Lord, come and see. And when Jesus saw her weeping. 
he's deeply moved. And verse thirty five, Jesus wept. Why did he weep? Because he loves. Why did he weep? Because he's sowing in tears and he's about to reap with shouts of joy. Your weeping is going to produce your reaping. Don't doubt. Don't be shy about crying those tears. You know, he'll wipe every tear from our eyes. He doesn't say he'll shame us for crying. It says he'll wipe every tear from our eyes. That's the Jesus of the Bible. So the Jews were saying, see how he loved him. That's right. See how he loved him. That's right. Do you see how he loves you? That's right. That's number one. That's number one. Every miracle starts with love, his love for you. Every breakthrough starts with love, his love for you. So. It says in verse thirty eight, Jesus, again, being deeply moved within, came to the tomb and it was a cave and a stone was lying against it. And Jesus said, oh, don't you love what he's about to say? Remove the stone. Remove the stone. And Martha, the sister of the of the dead, said, Lord, by this time, there'll be a stench for he's been dead four days. The second step, the second key, the second powerful truth that I want you to get a hold of that produces miracles is Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Notice what he says to her. Didn't I say to you? If you believe. Then you will see how many of us need to see before we believe how many doubting Thomases are there out there that doesn't produce the miracles. I got to see it to believe it. Jesus said, I told you. Haven't I told you? He's saying to, you know, to Martha, come on, darling, haven't I told you that if you believe you will see the glory of God, you will see the love of God manifest, you will see the power of God show up, you will see the breakthrough you need. You will see the healing that you need. You will see the deliverance that you need. You will see the freedom that you need. You will see it because you believed it first. It's the secret to it all. Believe it first. Believe it because God said it. Jesus was showing Martha the second truth that transforms and gives you the breakthrough that you need. If you believe, you'll see it. In other words, miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith. Miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith, people. Faith works. And faith works through love. So you see, number one, you got to know that God loves you as much as he loved Lazarus. He loves you that much. Number one, be sure of his love. Number two, believe it before you see it. Faith works by love. Faith works by believing God's love. 
You know, in Galatians chapter three, verse five, Paul says, so then does he who provides you with the spirit and works miracles among you? Yeah, you. Does he do it by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? It's a rhetorical question. He doesn't do it because we've kept all the laws. He doesn't do it because we've crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. He works miracles among us. By hearing with faith, hearing what? Number one, being sure. That you know he loves you. And number two, knowing that you got to believe it before you see it. Believe you have received it. And the Bible says then it shall be granted. And. Let's go to verse 41, let's go back now to John 11, 41 says, so they removed the stone and Jesus then raised his his eyes. We're about to. Here's the third thing. It's coming. He raised his eyes and he said, Father, I thank you, Father, I thank you, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you. We got a dead person here and Jesus is saying, Father, I thank you. We got financial problems here and Jesus is saying, Father, I thank you. We got family trouble here. And Jesus is saying, Father, I thank you. We don't know how we're going to get out of this pandemic, you know, this whatever it is, pandemic, virus, sickness, disease. How are we going to get out of this? And Jesus says, Father, I thank you. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to get the breakthrough. You don't know when it's going to come. You don't know how God's going to do it. You don't seem to have enough time. You don't seem to have enough money. You don't seem to have enough of anything. You run out of money before you run out of month. And Jesus says, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. It's precious. Thank you. Thank you. Is the next thing that's going to bring you into the breakthrough you need. Every breakthrough that you need. Everything you don't have in your life right now starts with what you do have. Father, I thank you. What 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 does Jesus have at this point? He's got a dead friend that he loves very much, very much. But what does he do? He thank he thanks God. He thanks the father for what he does have. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. What do you have? You have a you have a father who's listening. You have a you know what you have? You have a throne of grace you can go to in your time of need. You know what you have? You have a God who's done miracle after miracle in other people's lives and in your life. So when you need this breakthrough, when you need this miracle, it doesn't start with father. Will you? It doesn't happen from father. Can you? It happens with father. I thank you. Oh, I love this verse. I thank you that you've heard me 
And I knew he says, you've always heard me. But I'm not saying this because I don't think you heard me. I'm saying it because of the people standing around so that they can believe. Jesus didn't need to. Jesus didn't need to to pray openly and out loud for himself. But he did it openly and out loud for your sake and for mine. So that we would believe and so that we would have this model right before our eyes of this miracle. That Jesus does and shows us the simple things that will always result in a breakthrough. Every breakthrough you need starts with what you already have. Father, I thank you. You know, the widow said, what am I going to do? And the prophet Elisha said, what do you have in your house? You see what you don't have always starts with focusing on what you do have and being thankful for what you do have and being grateful for what you do have. Well, what do we have? You know, when the great missionary Hudson Taylor was in China, him and his wife were missionaries for years, precious people. And they were down to their last few cents when Hudson Taylor's wife turned to her husband and said, well, darling. What do we have left? How much do we have left? And he looked over at her and he said, well, darling, we have 50 cents. But all the promises of God. We have 50 cents, but all the promises of God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the promise of this breakthrough. Thank you for the promise of this miracle. Thank you for the promise that you'll do what we ask of you. So. In verse 43, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. See. Sometimes you got to. Tell that thing that's dead in your life, come forth. Sometimes you got to talk to your finances and say, come forth. Sometimes you got to talk to your healing and say, come forth. Sometimes you got to talk to your circumstances and say, come forth. And the man who died came forth because there is power and authority in your tongue. Death and life woo, are in the power of the tongue. Jesus uses his tongue to release his power. And so should you. And therefore it's and Jesus said and he comes out wrapped in the cloth and Jesus says to him, unbind him now, loose him and let him go. And many saw and they started believing in him. Are you needing a miracle today? Are you in need of a breakthrough today? Are you in need of discovering God's will for your life today? It's so simple. Here's the answer. Number one, be assured. Be assured of his great love for you. He loves without condition. He loves without end. He loves without limits. He loves without anger. He loves without strings attached. Be sure. Number two, believe that you will see. 
before you see it. Believe. Number three. Give thanks. You know. When all they had was five loaves and two fish, they gave them to Jesus. And what's the first thing he said? He didn't turn to his disciples and say, what? Five loaves and two. That's all you got. He took it and he said, Father, thank you. He gave thanks and he blessed it and then he distributed it. And then the miracle happened. How did the miracle happen? Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. There's so much to complain about in this world today. But that's not our mojo. That's not how we roll. That's not how we're going to live. We're going to live in gratitude. We're going to use thanks as the greatest weapon we've ever had. We're going to give God thanks in everything, because now you're in the will of God, baby. Now, when you're giving God thanks, you're in the will of God. In everything, give thanks, Paul wrote in Thessalonians, for this is the will of God, not for everything. In everything, give thanks. So I want to lead you in this prayer now. First of all, the most important miracle, the most important breakthrough that anybody could ever have is the miracle of salvation. And so I want to pray with you right now for salvation. And all you have to do is pray the simple prayer. And pray this with me, everybody who's watching, pray this out loud, everybody who's here, pray this out loud, say, Heavenly Father, I invite Jesus Christ into my life as my Savior and Lord. I believe Jesus died for my sins. Say that out loud. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. I believe the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all my sins. I receive the gift of salvation. Father, thank you. You see, it's that simple. Now I'm going to pray for everybody else. I'm going to pray for your miracle. We're going to pray together in just a moment. And if you just prayed with me for salvation, you can get a copy of this. I want you to have it. If you just prayed to receive salvation, it's my gift to you. Absolutely free. It's the next steps. It'll help you grow in your relationship with God. It's just just right. Just what the doctor ordered. 